Hey there, I'm Corey Fowler, and you're tuning in to the How to Adult Show. This is your go-to guide for all things adulting, where we walk you through the answers every time you hear yourself asking, why didn't anybody teach me this stuff in school? From personal finance 101 to careers and business advice to managing your health and wellness, we're here to give you tangible advice, tips, and tricks to help you start succeeding in any and every area of your life. I know you've got this adulting thing, as long as you've got the right info. I'm your host, Corey Fowler, and this is the How to Adult Show. I've been thinking a lot lately about how so many of us struggle with this feeling of being lost throughout our 20s. And I feel like there's this disconnect that so many of us around this age in our 20s are living right now between the traditional approach to life that we're all still taught and brought up with and the often very different realities of the world that we then step out into. I feel like we're still taught this framework of finish school and get a degree, get a long-term job with a good company, get married, start a family, get a house, and so on. But in many cases, we're met with a world where this is barely possible anymore. And in so many ways, I think this is actually really exciting because instead we're stepping out into this world of possibilities that all of the generations who came before us never had before. We no longer have to follow that framework to a T if that's not what we want to do with our lives. There's this mass of opportunities and choices that are spread out in front of us now as, as we step out into adulthood, which is absolutely wonderful. It's so exciting, but it can also be really overwhelming. And I feel like that's often what contributes to that intense feeling of being lost in our 20s and feeling left behind when we compare ourselves to our peers who appear to have found themselves already in some area or another of their lives. So many of us struggle with this feeling of being lost and this fear of being left behind and yet somehow in this age of constant connection with social media we're all still acting like little tiny islands with these feelings and not realizing that almost everyone else around us is feeling the exact same thing in some way or another. Personally, I'm nearing the end of my 20s now. I turned 29 this year, which is crazy. And when I reflect on it, I realize that there are three distinct choices that I made over and over again that really helped manage those feelings. And that if I were able to send a note back in time to past me, I would tell my 20 year old self to be consciously aware of making these three key decisions and to make them over and over again to help myself through the rough patches where I was feeling lost and to lose less time to feeling unsure if I'm headed in the right direction. And hopefully I think some of these might be helpful to you as well if you're navigating your 20s and trying to choose the right path for yourself. I hope you find these three lessons valuable if you're in this season of life yourself and make sure that you stick around to the end of the video for my favorite one. Lesson number one, this is an opportunity to try as many new things as possible. You may not know what you wanna do yet and that's completely okay. Whether that's with your career, your relationships, your personal hobbies and skills, whatever it is, it's all completely okay. 
This truly is the perfect time to stretch yourself out of your comfort zone, to try as many new things as possible, to connect with new people in new ways, and especially to try the things that you have always said you would never do. Because sometimes those are just the things that you do in fact need to do in order to grow and discover new things about yourself. In my 20s, I often decided to say yes over and over and over again. And honestly, I wish that I had said yes to even more still. I tried new things that I enjoyed, didn't enjoy, things that I thought that I would hate or that I even did hate at the start, but then learned so much from them. I lived in different places. I tried three different degrees and only finished one of them. I ran more than one business. I traveled alone. I traveled with friends, with family. I learned new skills that I'd always wanted to learn, like diving. I learned new skills that I thought I would hate, but then I ended up loving, like pole fitness. And I routinely pushed myself and my resilience to the limit by doing things that terrified me, like going on solo backcountry camping trips or starting businesses or forcing myself to speak at group events and meetings. That was one of the most terrifying things for me. This past decade, I have done and tried so many different things, and I honestly have not regretted a single thing that I have tried. And I wish that there had been more time to try even more things. And the reason that I recommend doing this, the reason that I recommend throwing yourself at as many new opportunities as possible with this single-minded abandon and definitely a yes person attitude is because it does help with that feeling of being lost that I was talking about. Somewhere along the way, I realized that for me, feeling lost directly coincided with feeling static or stuck in my life. And whenever I felt stagnant and like I wasn't learning and growing and adding new experiences and stories to my life, then that fear of being left behind that was in the back of my head would start to creep up. And I would start to find myself feeling paralyzed by these feelings of directionlessness and not being sure which direction I should go. You know, what if I picked the wrong one? That's always what was in the back of my head. And what I learned to do is to keep moving and learning and growing and working really hard not to go static. I took on the saying, an object in motion stays in motion. And the best way to get out of those doldrums of feeling lost is to take action. And the best part of this is that I mean any action. You cannot choose the wrong direction because the very act of taking action How many times can I say action? The very act of taking action on something will start to propel you forward again. And that lost feeling will be left behind and it will start to fade. Not permanently, just to be clear. When you start to go stagnant again, it's like this mist that starts to creep back in. But in my experience, the best way to get rid of it again is to go take action and to do the thing. Any anything, just go do the thing, you know? say yes to the job, sign up for something new you want to learn, agree to taking a class with a friend, even if it's something that you never thought you actually wanted to learn. Go do something yourself alone, where you're solo, you don't rely on other people, be independent. And the best one is to go and identify something that scares the living daylights out of you and to go do it. Lesson number two is that every choice is a sacrifice and you need to learn to be okay with that. 
I want you to sit there with the fact that every single choice you make is going to be a sacrifice in some area or another of your life. You you cannot have it all. And you need to sit with that fact until you learn to be okay with it. And make sure you don't let regret for the things you've sacrificed along the way shape you more than your appreciation for the things that you have chosen to say yes to. Every single choice that we make to say yes to something will also say no to something else, and you cannot let that rule you. There are so many things that we all want to do and be and see and experience, especially these days. It's so much harder with social media showing us all of the other things that other people are doing and being and seeing and experiencing in a way that makes it all look so great and so glamorous in their lives. But if you've made a choice for your life that has sacrificed another area, you need to learn to be okay with that. Or if you can't be okay with that, then to change course and to try another decision. Instead of letting yourself feel lost or behind in an area of your life that you haven't actively chosen to pursue. And we all do this sometimes. And when I really sit back and look at it, it's it's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> and it's a perfect example of how we have to choose to have control over our own perspectives. We can either choose to focus on the opportunities that we missed or to be grateful for the things that we said yes to and how they've shaped our lives. For example, when I graduated university, I knew a lot of people who were going backpacking for a year or more, and I absolutely wanted to travel, 100%, yes, absolutely, but I also knew that I wanted to start my own business and to start to build some semblance of security and job security for myself early on. I knew that I would have an advantage by starting a business while I was young. I knew that I had almost no responsibilities at all at that point in my life yet, and that this was my chance to take a risk and to bet on myself. I still clearly remember saying no to a good friend of mine who wanted me to travel with her for a year, and that was so hard to do. It was so hard not to say yes to that opportunity. Instead, I moved home and dedicated the next few years to building and scaling my first business. Honestly, I don't regret it for the world, but I absolutely could. I could choose instead to regret not getting to see 50 different countries by the time I turned 30, or on days when I felt like the business was going nowhere and I was seeing all these photos on social media of friends doing amazing things and traveling and having amazing experiences, I absolutely could have let myself feel huge FOMO, but I would check in to see if I wanted to change my decision, if I wanted to stop what I was doing and close down the business I've been working on and go and move to Australia instead and be a dive master. What I found was I always centered back on the decision that I wanted more than anything, which was a head start on running my own businesses while I was young. By sticking with it, with this, that business within just a couple of years gave me the freedom to take great trips every year and gave me the ability to choose my own length and time of vacation and to travel without feeling absolutely strapped for cash all the time and to travel while I was still doing other things and achieving other goals that I wanted in my life, working towards things like saving for my future house, saving for retirement. And this is the choice that I made and the sacrifice that also came along with it. Honestly, 
practicing gratitude for the life it has so far allowed me to create for myself far outweighs the overall FOMO that I felt quite often, to be honest, about all of the other things that I sacrificed for it along the way, even if it didn't necessarily feel that great making that choice every single day, day in and day out. Do you know that you have a bit of work to do getting your personal financial life in order, but you don't even really know where to start? Do you get a pit of nervousness in your stomach every time you have to look at your credit card balance or the dust bunnies in your savings account? If this sounds familiar, well, you're definitely not alone, and I've got just the thing for you. The 7-Day Make Friends With Your Money Challenge. This free 7-day challenge will help you go from bank account dust bunnies to getting a grip on your personal finances so you can start saving for your bigger goals in life. Every day for 7 days, you'll receive a new and easy to follow lesson with actionable steps that will take you 10 minutes or less to do. By the end of the week, you'll be saving for bigger and better things in your life, like taking yourself on a vacation guilt-free, saving for your future, or finally getting closer to buying that house that you never thought would be possible. To join the challenge, go to howtoadultschool.com slash 7daymoneychallenge. That's seven day money challenge with dashes in between. Lesson number three is to learn hard life skills from real teachers and resources. Over time, I came to realize that a lot of the things that I felt lost about were actually rooted in hard life skills that I didn't have a good foundation of knowledge in. And I think that's the case for a lot of other people too. And that's actually part of what compelled me to start my most recent business, this one, the How to Adult School, in the first place. We go through this long education process with this shining light at the end of the tunnel of graduation and adult life that kind of pulls us onwards through that part of our lives. And we're constantly being told that our school years are preparing us for our work and our lives as adults. But then many of us graduate and step out into the world and realize that we have absolutely no idea whatsoever what we're doing. And this is because in school, we don't actually learn a lot of the hard life skills that we need to thrive out there in the adult world. But it's juxtaposed by this idea that we've been taught throughout school that it's there to prepare us. And I think this sort of misdirection leaves a lot of us thinking that maybe we just missed something. I've noticed that people have a lot of embarrassment around not knowing some basic life skills like managing money or how to take good care of your health because they feel like somehow everyone else all knows these things and they just miss the memo somehow. But the truth is most of us are never actually taught things like money management skills in school. Instead, the system exists such that we're sort of left to figure it all out for ourselves. And there's this overarching sentiment of everyone having to learn things through the school of hard knocks. And people say horribly damaging things like we shouldn't need to teach this. And if you're smart, you'll figure it out. But that's insane. That's absolutely insane. We are not born inherently understanding how to file taxes, just like we're not born understanding how to, I don't know, what's a random school thing we learned? How to calculate the hypotenuse of a triangle. Remember that one? We're taught one of these skills in school, but not the other. And over the past decade, the more that I've 
thought about it, the more that I've realized that it's actually mental that we spend over 20 years attending school, but no one ever teaches us these vital life skills along the way. We're just sort of supposed to absorb them from people and and especially finance skills. We're supposed to absorb them from people, but are simultaneously shamed for talking about our finances. So to wrap up the final piece of advice that I would give 20 year old me that would save me so much time and money and energy figuring things out the hard way is just to seek out actual qualified teachers and learning resources early to learn this stuff instead of making up my own accounting system for my business through trial and error, I should have just gone out and got a mentor to teach me how to manage my books from the start or done something like spent the money on an accountant or even just audited a basic accounting course to learn how to do this really important life skill. When I look back, I realize that I wasted so much time and money learning things through trial and error that could have just simply been taught to me. And it took me a few years outside of school to realize that I could just pay a little bit of money and learn how to do things right straight from the get-go. So aside from my example of learning how to do my books for my business properly, for you, this could look like hiring a personal trainer to teach you how to build strength properly or investing in a personal finance course to learn the basics of managing your finances before you screw something up and say, I wish I'd learned that earlier or man, I wish someone taught me that in my 20s. There are so many instances that I can look back on where I realized I felt completely lost in an area of my life. And oftentimes it was directly tied to a skill that I was completely missing from my education. Honestly, if I just figured this out when I was 20 as opposed to 25, I could have saved myself a lot of unnecessary tough lessons from the school of hard knocks and freaking hate that school. And this might actually be the most important thing that I would tell the younger version of myself, that there's no shame in not knowing something. And chances are that if I have a question, then a hundred other people like in the immediate vicinity probably have the same question or had it at some point in their lives. And that the formal learning process doesn't finish when you get that graduation certificate and that this is something that we all just need to embrace and enjoy because we have to continue investing in ourselves and our educations over the course of our adult lives. That's part of it. It doesn't just stop when you graduate and you're no longer a kid. Now you're an adult because chances are that if we're feeling lost, there's someone that we can turn to or something that we can do to help us move past that feeling. So hopefully if you have been feeling at all lost in your life, one of these three lessons that I learned in my 20s will be inspiring and helpful to you. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the How to Adult Show. Our goal is to make your life easier so you can find today's show notes, links, and free downloads all in one place at howtoadultschool.com. If you like today's show, please remember to subscribe and leave a comment, review, or share something with us that you'd like to learn next. I love to hear from you. Again, I'm your host, Corey Fowler, and I'll see you right back here next week with a brand new episode of the How to Adult Show.